You're listening to The Sister Drill with Danai and Kiveli. Hello and welcome back to The Sister Drill. I'm Danai. And I'm Kiveli. And we are coming to you from our joint home here in Berlin. And today's episode is going to be all about recreational drug use. So what you do at parties, drink alcohol, maybe smoke weed or whatever else there yeah, is. We had an entire episode on the conscious use of substances in connection to meaningful experiences. But this one is going to be more the hedonistic, impulsive, um, actually, I think, much more widespread use yeah. of many substances. And yeah, we're going to talk a bit about maybe our experiences, our perspectives on it. Exactly. Um, um, yeah. And first, we will talk about what we disagreed on this week. So I couldn't think of a single thing, but then I <laughs> apparently could think of something. So um, yes, go. I thought of something which was actually very... Very fitting, I found, to today's episode okay. because we're going to be talking about recreational drugs and the, I would say, number one recreational drug is alcohol, so something to drink. And um, what we disagree on very often is about a certain drink, which is milk. And Kiveli okay. loves to have real milk with dairy in her coffee and if she doesn't have milk with dairy but she has like almond milk yeah. or oat milk or yeah. whatever you find it not tasty well, well just I mean first of all I hate drinking milk by itself right right yeah. like I do not drink milk by itself I, no, no like whether it's with dairy whether it is uh, almond milk um, a- any type of milk is just not my type of thing <laughs> but I do drink milk in my coffee and I do like uh, actual dairy milk yeah. in my coffee and but I, I mean on the, you, you like it on the level that you say you really cannot drink your yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't like milk. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. almond milk, I don't know. It, it doesn't really create the same consistency. And for me, it's the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. I only like it yes. if it has uh, almond milk or oat milk. Or I, I mean, I very much prefer it. If it has normal milk, it's like, eh, not really my thing. I don't know, just the, the almond milk makes it, it has like this weird sourish aftertaste in combination with the hmm. coffee. Not I think it makes it itself. sweet. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, no, I like... But, I mean, I'm not much of a coffee drinker anyway, yeah. but for example, um, Kiveli bought me some chai latte recently, <laughs> and that I always do with almond milk and not with, you know, normal milk. Interesting, I don't yeah. know, I just, uh, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I'm a plant-based milk type of person, I'm and Kiveli's a, a dairy well, milk type or of no person. Milk, but for the, for the dash the of milk coffee. in my coffee, yeah, yeah, yeah. I use dairy milk, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's what we disagreed on, Amazing. a very major deep Interesting, how did you even think of that? Well, because we were talking about it recently and I, I said someone's, for someone from the house is going to the supermarket and you say, oh, we really need fresh milk because it's so right. important to, okay. to have yeah, it yeah, in the yeah, morning. Because yeah. every time I wake up and then like suddenly there is no, I can't drink my coffee. And I don't even notice it because I don't touch the dairy milk. Yeah, I see, I see. Yeah. yeah. But your partner also drinks coffee with dairy. That's true. So yeah, we yeah. both do. Yeah. We kind of like both buy it yeah. when we are in the supermarket. Yeah, same. Yeah. All right. Okay. So let's dive into the recreational drug um, use conversation. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you want to give like your all-round perspective on recreational drugs? What's your opinion on it? Well, I mean, it's totally generally without totally even generally. talking about yeah. a specific drug. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, okay. I mean, you well, can make a. Yeah. Know, I mean, decision. generally, I'm someone, as we have already, you know, discussed in previous episodes, who doesn't love substances that um, alter your state of mind or your, your state of consciousness. And obviously, drugs do exactly that. So um, I'm not the biggest fan of using recreational drugs to enhance an experience. And I find that 
when we nowadays use recreational drugs, it's exactly for that, mm -hmm. to enhance a party, mm -hmm. to enhance a night out with friends, mm -hmm. or even to make a, a romantic date even nicer, you know, mm -hmm. have some nice wine, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, this type of thing. Um, and although I totally understand it, it's like a special occasion, let's say, you want to make it even cooler, I always have the perspective of, why do you need to make mm -hmm. it cooler? Why don't you just have the right amount of coolness yeah, in yeah, yourself yeah, yeah, or, yeah. you know, create it yeah, differently. No, yeah. So this is the one thing. And then the other thing is using drugs recreationally um, when you're by yourself. So that would be, for example, smoking weed mm. alone or drinking alone, like mm. the typical, you know, what it's called, the mom glass of wine in the mm -hmm. evening. This I find personally even worse than the first one. The first one yeah. I can kind of understand, although I... You, I, I almost never do it. The second one, I feel like, is the first path into addiction. Right. And right. the second one I find is very dangerous, and it's what it's what's going to yeah. lead eventually yeah. to addiction. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like very generally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I agree with all of it completely. I mean, I I, I do think that especially in like uh, certain, I would say, mentalities of young people, um, drug use is very irresponsible in the, in, in, in the way that it's done regularly. And as you said, to enhance an experience that somehow lives solely upon the fact yeah. that it has drug use in it. Um, I do agree that exactly like this regular weed consumption by yourself daily, every other day is... I like I know that hypothetically there are people that smoke weed very regularly and uh, don't lose drive, don't lose motivation mm -hmm. that actually get some, you know, they say benefits from it. And like Snoop Dogg or something someone like that. Like, yeah, I'm thinking about like someone like Joe Rogan, Mike Tyson, mm -hmm. um, you know, just people that really yeah. just kind of do it. And I wonder why that helps. Like sometimes I have the feeling that it is like truly medicinal, like maybe to combat exactly. depression, to combat aggression, I can yeah. imagine, exactly. to combat maybe a true restless mind yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I totally agree because I also think, of course, we have to differentiate between the substances yeah. and uh, alcohol, I find there is nothing medicinal about mm. it. Um, but, yeah. but for weed, exactly, I think there is a medicinal use. And if, for example, also if you have like, a, a, how do you say it in English? Epilepsy? Epilepsy? Epilepsy. 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 If you have epilepsy, I, I have read that, you know, it really calms you down. Yeah, yeah, if you have yeah, an yeah. attack, mm. you totally get yeah. centered again. And so I think these things are very valuable. I'm not talking about medicinal use. This for me really yeah. is but, but I wonder use. whether there is like a, a spot between like me medicinal straight out prescribed by a doctor. Mm -hmm. You've got diagnosed depression, use weed. Yeah. And there's that medicine. Then there is like a, 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 like a self, more... Self-medication. Self-medication <laughs> for, for people where... I mean, I'm pretty sure it works because, I mean, they're extremely successful individuals mm -hmm. that propagate this regu regular use of weed because obviously it has worked a treat for them, yeah, you know? Yeah. But I do think that it's kind of rare and that any case that I know from my, like personally that I know from my surrounding yeah. that includes regular consumption of weed is not one that makes a yeah. functional impression, that leaves a functional impression mm -hmm. on me. Um, Generally, I would add one thing to this whole conversation, and that is the factor of, of course, being discerning between the substances, curiosity. Like the question of, is there a danger in trying any substance once? And I think that there are substances that there is a danger mm -hmm. trying it once. I mean, like 
crack cocaine. Yeah. Probably shouldn't try it ever. Like there is no, yeah. but there is like, I, 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 there is like the, the, the part of me that is just like, I want to explore any sensation there is in the world. Thinks to myself, I do have a curiosity to try most things to see how it would feel. Yeah. Interestingly enough, within that, there are so many substances that, you know, are um, coursing through, like something I would say, like in Berlin, probably the most uh, notorious substance that most people is cocaine. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I don't have the curiosity to try that because I just know, like all the people that I know that have tried it and also like, you know, successful people that I know that have gone through these phases, there is not a single positive, uh, I don't know, review on it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. okay, I don't need to make that particular mistake. I'm not sure I'm going to get, I, I know I'm not going to get anything from it. But I think that, for example, smoking weed, trying it if you've never done it before, there is some value to it. And maybe, I don't know, if, if you find that there is like something specific that it does for you or alcohol or something like that for that matter, um, use it if you want that specific effect. But then, of course, the question is, when do you want that effect? Exactly. Well, I mean, I think we have to um, maybe also differentiate between hard drugs, you know, like cocaine and all that. Crack and, methamphetamines. And, yeah, and, and, and because I think this we don't even really need to discuss. It's yeah. obvious that, you know, if you try that, what exactly are you looking for? Some extreme experience. I don't know. I would not say this falls on that. This falls under curiosity. Yeah. You know, I Unless think you're this, doing like you a should, scientific yeah, review this on should it, just or writing not a book touch in my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there are exactly these things like weed, where if you try it, you know, it's not the end of the world at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And of course, LSD, yeah, things you know, like weed and try yeah. it once but then it's the question of regularity and how you use it why you exactly. Use it. exactly and yeah. then i mean i think that the main portion of this discussion should really be around alcohol because yeah because i find that alcohol is of course the most yeah. widely yeah. widelyest spread yeah. <laughs> uh, drug in the world mm-hmm. when it comes to recreational drug use and it is socially so completely accepted mm-hmm. and integrated into mm-hmm. our lives, which makes it so different from cocaine, you know, yeah, yeah. where, you know... Or even weed. Or even weed, weed is yeah. Being legalized now. Yeah. Do you course, know that Germany is going to probably legalize know, weed yeah, very yeah. soon? Yeah. yeah. Just saying. Um, by the way, just side note, I'm totally pro... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a different conversation. Legal, yeah, legalization. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, although I don't consume, yeah. I think it is much yeah. better to legalize mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Uh, but anyway... Um, yeah, so so alcohol because alcohol is so such a part of our lives on the level that if you are someone like me who doesn't drink or drinks very little because I do drink sometimes but um, drinks very little it's weird mm-hmm. it's it's a strange situation where you get asked and you get you know side eyed and it's like what's wrong with you are you sick you know are you ill are you pregnant what, what are you pregnant or, or you're not pregnant okay come on have some fun loosen up have a drink yeah. and the dream part when you was for you when you were pregnant and then afterwards when you were still nursing your children exactly. you were like sorry I can't I'm nursing my children yeah. for you yeah exactly you know? I loved it because I was someone who you know very regularly anyway didn't drink at bars so when I was pregnant or nursing and went out I was like oh sorry now I actually cannot and everyone was like okay we understand got it got it you know no discussion because I was so used to having this long discussion yeah. <laughs> I mean the thing about alcohol and that's I mean I think of course the, the the difficult the difficulty with talking about it, especially when we talk about alcohol addiction, because that's where we probably disagree a bit. Like uh-huh. where does alcohol yeah. addiction yeah. start, right? But now this is not even addiction. I'm no, 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 no. About. You just, just thought, yeah. is that of course alcohol? It's not just you know the effect you get from the substance. It's also there's so many different drinks and you know drinks that are 
truly tasty and there are cocktails, there's wine, there's beer, and all of them don't just come with the drink itself, but like an entire culture of and course, atmospheric that vibe. That. To, absolutely, yeah, yeah. atmospheric vibe to them. And, and, and the other thing is that alcohol... And I'm not sure, I mean, I have, with the other drugs, I'm not sure if that works itself. Like, I mean, there is such a thing like microdosing other drugs as well. But, mm-hmm. you know, there is a way to consume alcohol that you basically don't feel. And if you stop after one glass of wine, I mean, even I don't that think depends. you feel anything. I'm going to say that I personally do feel something because I drink so little. I'm yeah. super sensitive. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. of course, depending on how, re- uh, how well, like, much you know, of a regular a glass drinker of, 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 of um, not beer, but like these, you know, like uh, flavored beers yeah. or like lemon beers. I mean, in a bottle of- I truly feel if I have half a glass of champagne or if I have... Yeah, interestingly enough, I also feel... Okay. Yeah, them. yeah. I mean, Prosecco or if stuff, I have yeah. a cocktail, definitely I feel it. Mm. If I have you know, half a glass of wine, I feel it. I definitely feel the effect. But that's because... But I mean, in what way do you feel? Do you feel like fuzzy um, or do you... Yes, exactly. Fuzzy. Feel I feel fuzzy. like in my head a bit, you know. Interesting, yeah. interesting. Because I mean, I, I the, interesting enough for me, I don't know why, but I don't drink these drinks very much. Like wine, uh, champagne, these like type of drinks, I feel them very quickly. Mm-hmm. But then gin tonics mm-hmm. and cocktails, I feel them a Less. lot slower. Ah, yeah, interesting. I don't know if it's like the sugar content that goes along with it that does something. I don't know. Usually saying they like, say sugar makes it oh, strong. Oh, God, all right. <laughs> but no, I, but I mean, like, for example, gin tonics, yeah. I've often like had two gin tonics and yeah. not felt that much. But I like mean, half a glass of wine, yeah. I'm totally with you. Yeah. But I'm just saying like there is a way to consume it that doesn't really, of course. you know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- th- where it's very clear you're not consuming for the effect, but you're consuming it for the taste yeah. or for the social convention going along with it you know but yeah but then again of course if you're having a great time and then you're doing it for the taste and then you have three four drinks for the taste yeah then you will of course yeah yeah, also feel yeah. It. yes and i mean the, to me the 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 thing that you know bothers me a little bit mm-hmm. is how strongly it's ingrained in our culture mm-hmm. what i said before you know to the point that it's strange if you don't do it yeah and that it's like almost unimaginable like to to have a night mm. out without it. Yeah, like it's you're prudish. It yeah, exactly. Off you're, like boring. If you're, you're you're boring. boring, prudish. You're paranoid. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, I've heard this good. often. Like you know, yeah. don't you want to have some fun? Yeah, 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 I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the other thing that I find interesting because I've heard it now a couple of times, and I wasn't very aware of it because we don't suffer from that, like you know, liquid courage needing liquid courage for anything, oh, right? Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do think that many people consume yeah, it as true. liquid courage you know yeah you're right and like the type of like am I to date I need to I don't mellow out a bit or yeah. I need to just take the edge off or yeah, I'm or, bored you know, I cannot go on, onto the dance floor without two oh yeah, yeah yeah I'm not, dr- I'm dr- too, uh, not, not drunk, drunk enough to dance yeah. right yeah. yeah and I mean these things of course I mean there's always a question of obviously it would be much better for you know to not need the alcohol to dance, to yeah. have a good time, to enjoy yourself. But there is also the other side of the conversation is when does it become problematic? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, if the person is not a professional dancer and, you know, I mean, like, I don't know, it's, it's an interesting thing because on the one hand, I totally understand what you mean. On the other hand, there is a side of me that's like kind of, yeah, but I mean, is it really that harmful for for the everyday person? You know, not, of course, when it does uh, yeah. go into alcoholism. Well, like that, that's always a type now, of like sweet yeah. spot that we that This we is now on, exactly right? where the yeah. discussion turns into yeah. when does it become harmful? Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, we've talked about this very often, you know, when is it an addiction? And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm sorry, I'm like a bit careful because um, let's just say that, you know, within our family, we've had... Uh, 
experience with alcohol addiction. Mm -hmm. And this is why I was just going to say that because um, this is the reason why I've done so much research on it. Right. Uh, even as a young girl, you know, I've been doing research on yeah. this subject. And what I found out, what I totally wasn't aware of back then was how early the, the addiction begins, like just, you know, in the brain and mm -hmm. physically, mm -hmm. um, not physically in the sense that you're shaking if you don't drink, mm -hmm. but that you crave it, mm -hmm. that you actually crave it, not just emotionally and psychologically, mm -hmm. you know, the, the fun, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. that you actually crave the substance. And, um, and the addiction starts incredibly early. Now, of course, I don't have the exact thing in mind, but of, for example, if you drink every week, it's considered absolutely, you know, too much regularly. <laughs> Then this is why, you know, we were talking every weekend, you know, party every yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah, How yeah. many people do that? Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to go ahead and say that our society collectively is addicted to alcohol. Okay. I really oh, believe, I really okay. believe that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I believe that there is, like, I understand what you're trying to say. First of all, how many people go through like when they when they start studying like crazy uh, binge drinking yeah. type of experiences mm -hmm. for years, you know, yeah. and then at some point finish studying, get a job, live serious yeah. lives and, you know, uh, retreat to the, you know, wine once uh, whenever or mm -hmm. for special family occasions or dinners or things, yeah. which means that that is not characteristic for an addiction. An addiction would not be that you stop it because you become more reasonable. Like, you know, you, an addiction, you would have to go through something approximately well, but withdrawal, I mean, it, it's, it, you know, it, it depends. I'm sure that If you're now, you know, binge drinking every weekend, I'm sure that you are experiencing withdrawals when you stop that behavior. I mean, I, I don't know. I think it's a very common trajectory in life. I think you're right, though, about the phases of life. Yeah. You know, obviously, in your studies, you know, you, you will go be crazy partying a bit and, and exactly. everything. And that's, you know, the curiosity part, I would say. The curiosity us. and also the obviously testing the limits. Testing obviously, the, limit, the yeah. loving, I, I, like loving being out of control, doing exactly. extreme things, yeah, yeah, yeah. memorable experiences But and stuff like that. within that, there are the people that get lost you know in that and there are yeah. the people that don't so that there already is a separation happening there it's not that everyone that goes through the crazy no, but, gets gets out gets out of it no but i know i i mean i, I know i remember i mean I, we, we both studied we all knew most people had an inclination of going crazy every time yeah. there was a party-ish type of, of of atmosphere going on and 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 I'm pretty sure that, and also in retrospect, people that we know that are significantly older, you know, fathers, mothers now, yeah, yeah, yeah. when they speak about their studies, they speak about these, you know, youth orchestra stuff. And then yeah. we did this and we forgot and, and yeah. we're all naked. And I don't know, you know, all these crazy stories. And those people now have a very, or I mean, maybe not in your opinion, reasonable attitude to alcohol because they might belong to the category of like a glass of wine every other evening type of situation. Yeah, exactly. That's what I want to it's say. A different, yeah, but it's a different type of drinking than getting drunk. And losing yeah, of course, control. because you don't want to lose control as a mother or father. Exactly, you know? but you still. But I mean, a mother, in the but a mother or father addicted. A mother or father addicted to say cocaine cannot, by not wanting to lose control, avoid the withdrawn the addiction like there is a different yeah, but this is and also an actual part. alcoholic person on the level of what i would call an alcoholic also cannot control I mean, himself of course yeah. he doesn't want to lose control no, no, but this i think this is the interesting part with alcohol because um so first of all the road into addiction can be extremely long mm -hmm. it's not like cocaine take it five times yeah, and yeah, you're yeah, in yeah, it yeah, yeah. you know it can be over the course of 10 years or 15 years right it can be very very long then uh, alcohol is one of these you know great drugs where you don't really see 
um, long-term effects, you know, okay, maybe your skin or whatever, but it's not like well, you get crack where you look like a monster. You, and you get some weight. You gain yeah, weight. Yeah, depending on what you drink. If you drink vodka, no weight gain there. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, you know, it depends. If you drink beer only, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and then it's also one of the drugs where you can get an extreme effect very quickly, you know, like if you drink high percentage yeah. stuff, you can get like if you want into a coma, you know, but, you know, very extreme effect. And then next day, okay, you have to sleep it off, but you're back to normal. You're back, like, once you sleep yeah, yeah, on yeah, it, yeah, 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 you're yeah. at zero. Yeah. So all mm-hmm. these things mm-hmm. are, you know, very... Um, deceptive. Yes, very deceptive. Mm-hmm. And this is why, you know, when you say they all have such great habits, I always ask myself, well, you don't know exactly what's happening there. You know, drinking every other evening according to studies that have been made about the subject, is already dangerous. But I mean, there is, for me, I think that I would differentiate between people that stay in control with whatever substance abuse. That's by the way, also... Functioning yeah, addicts. Functioning yeah, alcoholics. But, but That's a is, whole term for that. Right, right, right. You don't know it, but I mean, that, that stay in control and I would say thrive in life with whatever, but, but that relates do, to all do. the substances, right? And people yeah. who... And, and with alcohol, it's incredible. It's incredible. Like, for example, there is it. this one, I have not watched that podcast, um, like that particular episode, but I was, I've been uh, referred to it many times and I understood the gist of it, that there is this one, um, I think Harvard or some like very like yeah. prestigious university professor who apparently found out that heroin is like like a small amount obviously like smaller amount of heroin for him is perfect for his like a functioning in life type of situation uh-huh. right i mean apart from what, the fact that it's very like medicinal or, or what do you mean I, I haven't watched it but my, it was my understanding like it's just it makes him function better in okay. life in a way and I mean, you could say a functional heroin user, you know what yeah. I mean? Well, there are many of those, and, by the way. Um, yeah, like, you, know, you told me. The, told, yeah. But I mean, the, it, yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't what you said with like, you know, ad- addicted and lost and panicked if you don't uh-huh. have it. It was like very yeah. controlled. Very, he, like he went on there to just say that, you know, any drug taken the right way is right. not harmful, okay. but it's just okay. finding it the right way. And da, well, da, da, da. I mean, and I, and, 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 and just, I would like to say for that is that for me, when we talk about addiction, there is an element of lack of control without the drug but I think that that's a d- should that's, go along with it. But I think that's a, a misunderstanding because... I mean, how many people do we know who really, who we would both agree on that they have a problem and they function beautifully in life? Um, I'm not sure who exactly you would be referring to because the people that I'm, well, well no, I don't just mean function because I think, no, I don't just mean functioning in life on the, like on the big picture, mm-hmm. but I mean that you don't regularly catch in like compromisingly weird out of control scenarios, you know, like when I think about someone who drinks regularly, like, you mm-hmm. know, the glass of wine every yeah. other day type of situation or once a week or champagne, whatever. Um, but it's not like every, Every time they drink, like, then I find them, like, uh, uh, kind of wallowing through, not being able to walk anymore, um, or, you know, not being able to speak anymore, or kind of, you know, like, that they don't actually show symptoms of being drunk. But you can do that in private. You can do that at home, you know, you fall asleep, big deal. Right. That is, like, you know, a closeted alcoholic that, like, gets drunk. But I'd be like... One example that I'm thinking about is a musician who is super successful yeah. and, you know, not not a, just, you know, performing his own things, but within ensembles and, you know, has mm-hmm. very great positions. And 
I would say on the outside, no one would ever mm -hmm. suspect anything. And also on the inside, so to speak, it doesn't look bad mm -hmm. at all. But there is the fact, first of all, it's one of those, you know, let's always have some wine. Let's always drink something for basically every dinner. Um, and then there have been situations where, for example, um, a Skype call and this person just falls asleep at some point. You know, yes, it's late at night, but, you know, you won't fall asleep with yeah. your Skype on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. From Because he's out of it, but would never have a problem on stage or Yeah, yeah, no, but, but I'm talking like about, that. I'm talking, for example, I if my friend would regularly fall asleep on Skype, let's just say not like once. Not regularly, not regularly, but, you know, every now and then. I mean, for every define every now and then, twice. Well, I mean, once first of a all, year, or, or you know, I don't know how how often it. Because I think I I only me I know of three times within a span of six months. Okay, three three times in six months, and, and mean, that's just with because, me. Because, for example, I think to myself, the last time I got drunk to a point where I was like, okay, everyone could understand that that was happening to me right now, was I think summer of two thousand and twenty. Um, and it was just a, a night out. It was in Greece, and yeah, it and was I mean, by accident also. It was by accident, but you know, I mean, accident, schm accident. I'm old. <laughs> I'm old enough to to know when the effect. Yeah, I mean, I did. I remember we we entered that club, and then we suddenly saw this group of friends, and they had like this bottle of I think it was actually vodka open, and like some lemon, and they started pouring drinks. It was or cheers here and cheers there, and I drank. But I mean, you know, like at this point, mm. it's not like I get drunk behind my own back. Obviously, there, there was a part of me that like. Yeah. Decided to give in to this atmosphere yeah. and be like, you know what? I'm gonna let mm -hmm. it. I'm just gonna let it happen mm -hmm. at this moment and get into that vibe. You know, yeah. no, I can't tell you why it wasn't like you know. And obviously, I. It's not like I didn't find my way home or or that you know exactly. Like, when you say I got drunk, you don't. You're not talking about puking. You're not talking no, about no. No, but I'm, but I'm talking about. No, like people noticing. It, okay, right. That's the level. I mean, people noticing, it. and and I mean, as I said, for me that happens once, less than once a year. Exactly. And yeah. Uh, but yeah, but I'm saying like there Not are even, these. Yeah. I said yeah, yeah. I mean, that there these situations have happened in the past. Yes, but and, that's and, completely different. Yeah, and uh, right. That's why I'm saying like the frequency plays a role, and it's not. And if, if I saw you from the outside with my, let's say, very critical eye, <laughs> you would have lost it. <laughs> no, no, I, I mean, I mean your entire behavior, right? You know, towards yeah. alcohol, I would never label you as someone right. who is a budding. Uh, I remember you know, we did this. Alcohol we did this addict. test because exactly <laughs> that's interesting because we did this test because we were disagreeing on this because yeah. Kiveli said that she finds it too strict to say you yeah. know uh, every month or what it was you know already is the start of an addiction. Yeah, and then we did the test and. And there are some other things that go with it. It's not just how regularly you drink and how much, but it's also how do you act? How, um, how much do you drink on those occasions? How obviously. much? But I think also very important for the points in the end was how do you act? You know, have you been, for example, physical, violent? You know, have you forgotten something? Yeah. Have you ever regretted getting yeah. drunk? Yeah, All yeah, these yeah. things. Yeah. And there you were at zero points consistently. Yeah. yeah. Um, and... And I think that's, you know, also very important of course, for this. Yeah. But I just want to quickly get back to the functioning alcoholic uh -huh, thing because uh -huh. I really think it's a very big misconception that we have because mm -hmm. I've heard this often. No, I'm not an alcoholic. I'm not 
lying drunk on the street or, you know, someone saying, no, come on, he's not an alcoholic. Look at, you know, what great things he's doing. And I find that this is really dangerous because there are so many alcoholics out there that look amazing on the outside. And there's so many stories you can, yeah. you know, read about yeah. and uh, watch yeah, yeah, yeah. where people say that as well. There was also this very famous news anchor in the US, a lady okay. who, you know, was on the morning news every okay. day and was super addicted to alcohol. And you think that... I mean, when you say uh, the, the, this is dangerous, it's obviously there is the danger that the functional, functioning alcoholics are going to end up being non-functioning right. alcoholics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you think that it is, a, I don't know, a sign of like lack of happiness that you're not addressing and you're drinking away? Because what do you think would, would be better in their lives if they took away that the mm -hmm. alcohol, despite being, you know, a functional well, I think member that, of society? I definitely think that they are deeply unhappy. Mm -hmm. Because at least, you know, when I read the stories about these very famous, successful, functioning alcoholics, you know, they say that it's also obviously a huge stress because you have to function on the outside and you know that you're not functioning on the inside. You know that then you get home. Right. You know, but, but, but that is not the level of like the two, three glasses of wine a week every now and then. Do you think that they it starts, know? It starts there. That's where it starts. Like, for example, that news anchor story is one of those. You know, it started with a drink after work. Mm -hmm. with friends and then it went on and then something happened she got divorced and then it ended up being two drinks at home you know to just chill yeah and yeah, yeah, yeah. because that's the other thing a big big thing for me with alcohol I'm really only speaking about alcohol yeah. right now um once you've realized that this maybe is the drug that you know calms you down or you know mm -hmm. takes the edge off you know yeah. as they say after you a work day mm -hmm. um when life hits you with something then mm -hmm. you'll be more prone to take a little bit more of the edge off. Right. Because you'll be like, okay, I deserve this now. You right. Know, I've had a hard day. Right. Whatever, yeah. someone died. Right. And so then... What, so you know that there like. is this new, I don't know, movement or something, going of many people that say like alcohol, horrible, weed instead. Mm -hmm. You know, like alcohol is the worst drug. There's so many more beautiful drugs out there. Quite specifically, people say mushrooms, weed, and mm -hmm. things like that. So what do you think about that perspective? Like replacing one mm -hmm. with a apparently better one? Yeah. I, mean, you know. I mean, with mushrooms, I have zero experience, so I cannot say anything about that. Um, with weed, I have little experience, but at least I have some experience. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. I think that, first of all, from the physical damage, weed is much better. Yeah. I mean, what alcohol does to your brain yeah. and cells yeah. and body is yeah. not good. Yeah. Also, I find it very important that, you know, if you have a young, let's say, you know, naive kid who drinks an entire bottle of vodka, right. it could die. You it can would never. Die. Yeah, yeah, right. But, you know, <laughs> it would never die of smoking 20 joints. Yeah. So I think. Alcohol is more dangerous. I agree with Should that. Should first manage to smoke a joint. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, yes. I find right. alcohol more more dangerous than weed. Absolutely. I would also say that weed mm -hmm. is the better drug. Interesting. Interesting. Um, now you know, do I find it a great drug? Not necessarily, <laughs> but I yeah. think that I do agree. Weed, I think, is the better drug compared yeah. to alcohol. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I, yeah. Interesting. And also people don't get violent on weed, they get mellow. That's yes. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, interesting. Because I mean, it's uh, even, I, I totally understand when, when you're unpacking this, you know, the other and the alcohol, this still like when I think of, and that's probably to prove your point of how ingrained it is in our society. When I think of what do I want to do on a free night, you know, I'm, I want to go to a bar. You know, yeah. not, and not because, oh my God, I'm searching for that alcohol. No. It's because yeah. of the 
everything attached to going to a bar, you make yourself a bit more pretty. Mm-hmm. You go, you know, like it's it's a nice atmosphere. It's like an atmosphere that is that you know it's, it's kind of, of has course. a vibe. I also want to the go yummy, to a bar. Right, the yummy yeah. cocktails, and you know, yeah. especially it's a good bar. They've got like their own cocktails or create yeah. something special. They come in fancy glasses, fancy yeah. ice cubes. No, you know, I, and everything I, I, and. So relate to that, yeah. and I also want to go to a bar, and then I oh I usually not Straight always like, yeah have that little awkward situation of okay I cannot or I cannot I don't want to yeah, yeah, yeah. have ninety five percent of what's on that menu yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah um but then again of course you could have a super tasty yummy cool non alcoholic yes, cocktail in a fancy glass a virgin colada a virgin colada <laughs> save yeah. for sex on the beach exactly save for sex on the beach <laughs> yeah it's interesting it's interesting I mean I, I think I, what I, would be important would, would be to Make it more, normalize it. Normalize going out and, and having the same amount of fun yes. as drunk people, yeah. not yes. drunk. But that, for me, that is actually just normalizing getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah. With that, absolutely. I agree with that 100%. Well, I believe that, <laughs> that is, I agree with that totally, but yeah. that is like a f- much deeper issue of like, you know, you'd have to first encourage people being okay with themselves being okay yeah, but, you know, doing things that they're slightly course. uncomfortable or but, like but you, you know could, scared of you could uh, you know in a bar for example give maybe two pages of selection yeah, yeah, yeah. for non-alcoholic right. co- except for the usual three four right right, right. Know, yeah, that yeah, you yeah. Find, or as you know fancy as it is to have a gin uh, bar you know yeah. where you can have 200 types yeah. of gin do something else do it with uh, kombucha you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You know? no Let's yeah go I totally for understand 200 yeah. types of kombucha yeah, yeah, yeah. you know something no, like that no and, and, and I totally agree with that because the interesting thing is like the time I drink the least is when I actually go out when I go out dancing yeah. I don't I tend to not drink because you want to have energy because I want to yeah, have energy yeah. I want to dance and it's like I hate holding glasses yeah. and having to dance at the same time it's like I need my hands yeah. and everything so it's interesting it's interesting because I, I get it and at the same time I'm like I, I do still think that I believe the, the bar of addiction starts a bit later just mm-hmm. because I also think that if something is so accepted there is there are more reasons you do it than just, oh my God, you crave the substance. There is also a reason of, I don't know, it just being a habit, you know, like maybe your dad did it, so you do it as well. Mm -hmm. And it is because there are so many events where alcohol is just part of the event. Like, you know, a nice reception after a Mm -hmm. concert always has alcohol as a part of it. A fancy dinner has a wine with Mm -hmm. the wine kind of thing. So, you know, because it's like the, the experience comes up in so many different facets of your life and it's so accessible that that takes away from you do, doing it exclusively for the substance. You do it also for other reasons. Yeah. And therefore, I feel like that is an argument against addiction, which for me is always like a bit of a more, you know, uh, dysfunctional um, react, mm. like, like relationship but to something. But of course, one could also argue, and I obviously very much believe that, that because it is so accessible, you're introduced to it you know, in a much easier way. And someone who would maybe never even think of alcohol stumbles upon it continuously. Yeah. I mean, you're introduced to the concept of alcohol, you know, since you're a little kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Champagne on New Year's and whatever. And so I think that's also part of the danger. Yeah. Of course, I understand it's not forbidden. Yes. Not at all. And I mean, obviously there are drinking age limits. Yeah, yes. And also maybe one more thought, because it's so accepted... If someone is drunk in a club or on a night out, it's not uh, something that, you know, makes the alarm go off. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, you know, that person had one good night out, you know. Right, chill. right. And this is also something that I've experienced, you yeah. know, people being like, when I knew this is not 
good. This mm. is not what it's supposed to be because I knew that person and I knew this person had a problem and other people are like, come on, yeah. you know, let that person have a good night out yeah. and yeah, 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 just, yeah. you know, have some fun. And, and if you see someone going crazy, scratching all over their body from some other drug, no one's going to be like, let yeah, him have some fun. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he's... Obviously yeah. not okay. And this is also a problem that when someone's drunk, yeah. it's okay. Whatever. I mean, there is definitely probably also an issue with like the uh, plethora of movies like that are totally over glorifying yeah. drunk nights, drunk like fraternities and sororities yeah. and college and experiences and if you, if you losing go, control when yeah. you're drunk and everything. It, just simply when you go into the duty-free at an airport, look <laughs> at the cigarette section, which looks just disgusting, full of disgusting images mm. with, you know, and, and dis- it's it's just disgusting to look at and then look at the alcohol section which looks glamorous that's true I mean that's true. it's beautiful with beautiful that's people true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and fancy bottles yeah. and you're like okay this is high society place to be yeah so, it is a weird it's a weird one that we've kind of stigmatized so much but we've not stigmatized alcohol yeah and now we're kind of de- starting to destigmatize other substances where would that lead? And, and I remember I asked you that already once. And I find it interesting that with all the substances that exist in, in nature, <laughs> that the one that kind of made it to such uh, popularity amongst every everywhere was alcohol. Yeah. That, that's the one. And I think it's because it's so easy to probably I actually make. don't have the answer to that. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe because it's easy to make. Because I mean, in, in there the middle, was the prohibition. Right. The I'm thinking about, like, I think in the Middle Ages, people used to drink alcohol instead of instead water. Instead of water, yeah. Like pale ale and things right. like that because it was less contaminated. Drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, exactly, because it's like, of course, a disinfectant. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, that is just a whole interesting yeah. other view <laughs> of it. Like, just lit- literally, no, literally, they, they must have been constantly inebriated. Of course. Constantly, like, of to course. a certain yeah. extent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, they must have also had some immunity to it. Yeah. But the kids would drink it, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at the violence of the Middle Ages. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, interesting. So, also, I mean, Jesus turned blood into wine, right? Didn't he turn water into wine? Water into wine. Water into yeah. so I'm so familiar with the Bible. <laughs> water, uh, but yes, was something it? into wine. Yeah, I feel it was water, which means that all v- wine that, was, I mean, you know, something valuable, something valuable. And I mean, and 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 also that already back when these stories were kind of written and created yeah. um, by you know by the by the four Mar- Marcus <laughs> yeah. Luke John John and Mateus I think yeah. um, that it was already like an accepted thing that, that wine is a symbol for something valuable and, and holy and sacred yeah. you know yeah so this alcohol acceptance goes incredibly deep <laughs> and no, you don't drink wine in the church, right? What do you drink? This thing that you... I think you're supposed to drink wine. Is it wine? And the other and and oh my God, Dionysus. Yeah, like of course. the the cooler, the only god within the Olymp Olympians that started out as a human was Dionysus. And why was he made a god? Because of his invention of wine. Of wine, exactly. Yeah. Are we maybe kind of missing something here? <laughs> I mean, have we considered that? <laughs> Lord. Yeah. Uh, I mean, wine is glamorous. You know, you have the uh, whole wine, how do you say, wine fields? No, wine acres. Uh, um, wine, I don't know. Yeah. Where you create wine anyway. Grape fields. Grape fields. I mean, the- yeah, all these images of gods with grapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. And yes, yes. It's it's considered glamorous. It's considered sexy, elegant. 
Um, yeah, it's because I mean, I, I'm sorry, it, it just intrigued me to think about the fact that in ancient Greece, a, a drink existed. You know what I mean? He didn't make gin tonic, you yeah, know? Right. He made wine. Yeah. And, and, Why? Like, I'm trying to understand what it represents. It represents frenzy. It represents lack of control. It represents something elegant. Yeah. But what is it that makes it, like, you know, so, uh, like, undoubtedly good? Yeah, yeah. Nothing. <laughs> Obviously, I mean, we don't, I wouldn't presume to be smarter than, like, than the, collective, <laughs> the collective, like, consensus of the ancient Greek myths. But... <laughs> um, but I'm going to have to think about that. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you are right. It's, you know, it's, it's super culturally ingrained. Yeah. Forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forever. Especially certain drinks. Yeah. More than just alcohol, like certain drinks. Yeah. I mean, you know, if the fine wine is also an expression, you know. Yeah. Tastes like a fine Didn't wine. Didn't Odysseus make the Cyclop drunk? Um, and in that way, kind of, you know, also trick him with the I'm nobody or something like that? Or... I'm wondering not. right now because there is a wine that's called Canenas, which means nobody. Mm -hmm. I'm named pretty sure. after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if... I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure that the, the story he, goes yeah. that Odysseus eats with him and makes him drunk. Makes him drunk and then he says, I'm nobody and mm -hmm. da, 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 da. Yeah. So maybe... Maybe the, the difference between our perspective and that perspective is that we judge a human in a less controlled frame of mind more than the ancient Greeks. That like humans that had a less controlled state of mind was a like... Something to aspire to. Not necessarily friend. aspire, but something that is not, that is not, not judged, non-judgmental, mm -hmm. like he's in that state right now. Yeah. You know, something that... Because obviously, as we said, that the Odysseus story is, you know, someone is being tricked due to being drunk. Yeah. But then, you know, the god of wine is like... Mm, you know, hailed as such yeah. an important figure and everything. So maybe it is more a question of why are we so judgmental of, you know, like not being in control anymore? Maybe it's also because we're talking, you know, two, three, four thousand years mm -hmm. later um, and we see now how it has developed mm -hmm. and there still is that elegant um, mm -hmm. element to it, but there also is a very unelegant, dangerous mm -hmm. element to it. And maybe this is something that we now realize just looking back. Mm -hmm. Because back then, you know, maybe in, you know, times when the myths were written down, when mythology was written <laughs> down, um, you know, not everyone could have wine and it was right. something right. maybe also for the rich. And it was like, wow, I just had a sip of wine. Right. Now where you can buy a wine for $1.99 mm -hmm. and get mm -hmm. drunk of it, it's a so different So it's basically, vibe, once again, we arrive at the fact it's abuse of a substance. Yeah. And not the substance itself, although with alcohol, it's so easy to abuse it. Yeah. So easy to abuse it. Alcohol is really a tricky one. And I, mm. as you already said, I find it crazy that that's the accepted one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out mm. of all of them. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So, yeah. Maybe I we're going to have a follow-up uh, on that with more explanation. <laughs> when, we, <laughs> when we thought about what we just said. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think that kind of concludes our episode on recreational Do we have stories? On, oh, stories. On mutual... Do you have a story? Um, let me think. I feel like I can easily... I should have a story. Actually, I have a story. It's more the perspective on... Because the, the first time... 
Okay, basically, like, a, a, a small background story on like my history with alcohol, <laughs> and in terms of like like maybe irresponsible use of alcohol or something like that. Basically, I when I turned eighteen, I still had never been drunk in my because like. I didn't see the value in it. I wasn't really, you know, I, it, it didn't really, I wasn't that type of person that was like, oh my God, I need to drink like 10 beers. Yeah. Also, I don't like beer, which is like kind of the uh, drink of choice here in Germany. So yeah. that, you know, but I was curious how it feels. So I um, asked like three very close friends uh, in Molivos in Greece to like have like one evening when I was there over holidays to uh, get drunk with me so I can see how it feels like in a controlled safe environment so um, <laughs> I find that so funny so we actually did that and I remember like one one um, of the boys had his parents had a restaurant so he took like I don't know four of like the house wine bottles and we like drank lots and lots of red wine and you know obviously the effect was felt um but then th that was like the, the first time i'd gotten drunk that was like okay now i see how it feels don't necessarily need to do it again but then the second time i got drunk was really like what then i was saying like i did not it, it was a matter of not having experience with how quickly the switch mm -hmm. can come and we were at a festival together and it was probably like half a year maybe a year later or something like that and um it was the last evening of the festival and the situation was that we had kind of rented a small room like a group of musicians had rented a small room at the bottom of a club and we had access to like all the like the entire bar and some of the much more drinking season happy season drinking musicians were pouring shots and at that point I don't think I'd ever been a part of like you know like and shots and here and this and we just started drinking these shots like to music and to passion and to love and to art and to us and to this and to whatever and like at some point I remember I was like in the bathroom I looked at myself and I was like I can't see myself clearly anymore. <laughs> like I was a bit, I was a bit like shocked, like by that fact. Like because also like in that state of like this, you don't notice it that much because there's mm. so much movement and motion and emotional. You know, like uh, uh, nothing is still. And then suddenly, when you're in the room where everything is still, you're like, why is nothing actually still? <laughs> and like I remember, I was like, and I remember, I went out to you, and I was like, and then I think I'm a bit drunk. But actually, there like there is literally half so an hour that I don't have a clear memory of. But I remember that because then I stopped drinking, obviously. <laughs> Throughout the rest of the evening, I actually got sober. Like by the end of the right. evening, I was sober again. Yeah. Um, but you have to say like the, 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 you have to fill in the rest of the story because I remember being in that bathroom being like this is weird and then I basically the next thing I do remember like pictures and scenes but the next thing I remember with a clear mind is walking back actually from the club to the hotel okay yeah 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 no I remember that night totally and I remember you coming to me and saying you know um, you, I, you took me like by the hand and you were like uh, don't judge me but I'm actually pretty drunk right <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I also remember at the beginning of the evening it's like I don't know if I said if I commented on anything but or something like you know maybe you shouldn't drink so much or something like that mm. but I remember you telling me come on I kind of want to get into this feeling and I just thought <laughs> lord help us <laughs> yeah because that whole festival coincided with like me being involved with a guy you didn't approve of at that point, yeah, well, that it was much, more complicated. It was, it was more yeah, complicated yeah. than that. It was a bit more complicated. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, but um, no, but I, I remember that, and I thought, okay, you're you're actually wanting this, and then yeah, when yeah, you yeah. came, and it was so obvious that you were not wanting this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were like, okay, I was like, okay, but let's but protect. How, you. Like, what 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 type of drunk do you think I am? Am I the like? I'm probably the clingy drunk type, the, right? Yeah. Well, I was just about to get yeah. to that. Okay. So then you started. 
getting into cuddle mode. Right. And uh, which, by the way, is a mode I also get into. When I mean, I'm that's also sober. her natural state. <laughs> but but she was cuddling everyone and expressing deep portions of love mm -hmm. for everyone. So I think you're definitely the clingy, loving, yeah, yeah. loving yeah. drunk. You yeah, love yeah. the world when yeah. you're drunk. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but it was. I mean, it was super like harmless and cute and funny. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't really have a story about you because while you were singing, I was also thinking of that story. But maybe just you know, because it's funny that same evening, of course, I was also there and, you know, there were shots, shots, shots. And uh, maybe a funny story is just how I, growing up, learned to, you know, always pretend to drink yeah yeah, 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 and yeah. thereby avoid drinking if I didn't feel like saying I don't want it because it was always such a complicated discussion I was just pretending to drink so I had different techniques you know there was the let's have shots and then I just took a sip and just put it somewhere then there was the thing yeah cheers and you know just pour it out <laughs> like just throw it away somewhere um then there was the very slow drinking like have one cocktail over the course of four hours you know mm -hmm. just like sip Sip, right, sip, sip. Um, so many different things. And I remember when I was, uh, you know, like 16 or 17, 18, like clubbing age in school times, there would always be this thing that when you entered the club, you got a voucher for a drink. Mm -hmm. And everyone was like, okay, bar, let's go to the bar. Yeah, yeah, and I was yeah. like, yeah, let's go to the bar. <laughs> Pretending that that was my destination. Get that drink. I was always like, yeah, one gin tonic, let's go. And then I had this thing. And I would like have one Think. sip and then put it somewhere and go on the dance floor, literally, literally not touch it again. Right, right. And did you did you not ever have like this curiosity that I described? Like, how does it feel to be drunk and do it like in a mm. safe, contained environment? I really never wanted to feel drunk. Whenever, because obviously I've also experienced a buzz, mm -hmm. but whenever that buzz set in, it always worried me. I was always like, ooh, okay, I, w I always wanted to be there, you know, enjoy the evening, first of all, like with my full yeah. senses, yeah. and secondly, also, of course, but not be weird. But I mean, maybe you would, I, don't, I mean, just because, so you've never, ever been... No, no, I have. I've, well, the, the most drunk that I've been was also, in, you know, without noticing it, yeah. while it was happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was on this cruise ship, uh -huh. and we were having ouzo. And right. it was like in one of these bars and like three Uzos and also something else before. And I yeah, yeah, didn't yeah. really know what's happening. And then I thought, is this the ship? Is this me? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I see. I see. Um, so no, I have experienced it. Totally didn't like it. Mm -hmm. I was right. already thinking. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, <laughs> I, w I was already thinking to about... <coughs> Bless you. Um, I was already thinking to myself there, you know, this is not something that I like. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I don't like it either. It's not yeah, like something yeah. to aspire no. to at all. But but I was always afraid of yeah. the effect. Although I have to admit, there was one time in my life where I felt like, wow, this is actually kind of nice in, in a helping way where I remember it was like I was studying and I was at this bar and for some reason I was I was having like a very, very insecure night. Like I was kind of, for whatever, I don't I don't remember what had happened. Yeah. And, and I remember I was like, we're all drinking gin tonics or something like that. And that I was drinking it and I started feeling that buzz and that's usually when I would like stop. And also at that point, I didn't drink far more. But I remember like that buzz made me feel better. Mm. And I was like, Oh, I actually feel better right now. You know, you know what? Let me yeah, drink some I think, more. And I think what you're describing right there, yeah, is the danger. Is the danger right? But I mean, yeah. It's and I remember it's I had exactly that thought, that. and I was like, huh, <laughs> interesting thought. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
And obviously, I mean, the reaction is, okay, work on being more secure. Of not, course, you know, but drinking. that's not most people's reaction. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah. Anyway. All right. So that concludes our recreational drug episode with a focus on alcohol. Exactly. Um, and um, that's why, by the way, you... Because, by the way, when we were starting to this podcast, I had suggested, like, for a nice vibe, maybe we want to have, like, nice drinks. Because we usually always, when we always record it in the evening, to have, like, you know, maybe a nice... Because we have, actually, extremely good and expensive alcohol, courtesy of our father, <laughs> in our house that we do not drink. For unless guests. other people are there for <laughs> guests. And I was saying, like, you know, maybe we want to, like, have a really nice whiskey or a nice cocktail and have it there. And then, you know, because we don't actually ever drink in real life and so what we end up drinking all the time is water so we have the water so here. <laughs> yeah it's far less exciting and less atmospheric but that is but at least honest as cool absolutely or it should be absolutely <laughs> for sure so yeah see you next week and uh, sending you lots of love from berlin bye bye You're listening to The Sister Drill with Danai and Kiveli.